thank the Lord for uh, Brother Alex's thoughts that he shared with us tonight and for the prayer and for Brother Danny's message from Romans chapter 10. he's, He's exercised my mind on that chapter. I'm sure he has yours. I'd like to share some thoughts with you tonight from Romans chapter 10 where Brother Danny has been preaching to us. By the way, Brother Danny, I'm thankful you were saved by the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I was too. Uh, saved from ignorance. So, the apostle would say to the Romans, brethren, obviously, he's writing to people who already in the family of God, he, he addresses them as brethren. He's writing to Romans, they're Gentiles, he's a Jew by nature, so they're not his brethren according to nature, but they're his his brethren in the Lord. And I love Paul's uh, zeal about their salvation. My heart's desire, his heart was in it. Brother Danny's heart was in his preaching tonight. Did y'all sense that? It was coming from his heart. I like to preach from my heart. My heart's desire. It's not some little flimsy wish he has on occasion, but he's a passionate preacher wanting to save God's children. Brethren, my heart's desire. And prayer. He's not only desiring it, he's praying about it. My heart's desire and prayer to God, and that's our prayers all always should be directed to God. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. If you back up to Romans chapter 9 and verse 27, let's read this verse. Isaiah also cried concerning Israel. Though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, a remnant shall be saved. What is a remnant? A remnant is a small part of the whole. So, Paul says in Romans 9.27, a remnant shall be saved. In Romans 10 and 1, he's praying that they might be saved. And let's turn over to um, verse 26 of Romans 11. And so all Israel shall be saved. Now listen. In one verse he says a remnant should be saved. Another verse he's saying that they might be saved. And in another verse he says all Israel shall be saved. Is that a little confusing? A remnant is not the same as all, is it? But he says a remnant shall be saved. 
all Israel shall be saved. But in Romans 10.1, he is praying that they might be saved. Now, there's a difference in somebody that shall be saved and somebody might be saved. I'm going to tell you, you're going to have to rightly divide this. Or you're going to be very, very confused. The Bible is going to just be a puzzle. So let's let's look at it. We'll we'll look at the remnant and all Israel shall be saved on another occasion. But I want us to look here. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. And I appreciated what Brother Danny said. For I bear them record that they have a zeal about God. No. A zeal against God? No. A zeal of God. That tells me the origin of their zeal. It came from God. If you've got a zeal tonight of God, it's from Him. He's the one that gave it to you. And I wish old Baptists had more zeal than we have. I remember what Elder Robert Torrance said one time. He said, My heart's desire... And prayer to God for primitive Baptist is that we might be saved. For I bear primitive Baptist record that we have a knowledge of God, but not according to zeal. Ooh. (laughs) Did that hit anybody in the house tonight? I believe we are blessed to know the truth about Jesus Christ. But do we have a zeal about sharing it? Now this is going out on, on, uh, is it Facebook? That's the World Wide Web. (laughs) So there's billions of people tonight in the world who could be listening. I hope a lot are, other than those that are here tonight. So our brethren at Cool Springs have a zeal of God by broadcasting this on Facebook. And I commend the church for doing that. That's a good thing. I appreciate what Brother Michael Goins is doing with Grace Alone. Any of y'all listen to that ever? It's 24-7. Singing, preaching, Bible reading. It's a wonderful ministry. Uh, But we need zeal to share What we know. We need to be telling our family, our friends, our neighbors, how wonderful the gospel of grace is. You say, well, Brother Sam, I'm bashful. Well, I get that. I was bashful one time myself. I know that being bashful is is kind of a handicap. But if you could just be excited. When I was in Statesboro, I remember... One day, a neighbor in our neighborhood found out about a, 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 a sale at the mall. One of the stores that the women loved to go to. It was a big sale, 50% off. She got on the phone and called all the women in our neighborhood. And you know what those women did? <laughs> they got dressed, went to the mall, and enjoyed the sale. They were zealous about the sale. And the reason they knew about it was because their neighbor told them. How many of us 
I know y'all didn't come tonight for somebody to step on your toes, but how many of us have been telling anybody in the last week about how wonderful salvation by grace is? Do we have a zeal? We got the knowledge. So Paul is praying, I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness. You know, ignorance is an awful thing, especially an ignorance about God's righteousness. They were ignorant of God's righteousness. And and who is God's righteousness? Jesus Christ who came down from heaven and lived a righteous life. He is God's righteousness. And they were ignorant of Jesus and his righteousness. And so they're going about to establish their own righteousness. And and even if they could have lived what they thought was a righteous life in the sight of God, it would have been like filthy rags. You know, that's that's an indictment, isn't it? The Bible says our righteousnesses are as what? Filthy rags. If you owed the bank a million dollars out in Allentown and you drove up and went in and spoke to the president and said, I'm here to pay my bill, I'm sure the president would be happy. Don't you know he would be? And you say, I want you to come out to my truck and I want to show you what I'm going to pay the bill with. And he goes out there, and in the back of your truck, you've got a truckload of filthy rags. And you say, I'm going to pay my million-dollar bill with these filthy rags. You reckon he would accept that? Well, I want to tell you, the best that you and I can do in the sight of a thrice holy God is like filthy rags. So if you're going about to establish your own righteousness, good luck. Paul acknowledged that his, that he was a sinner, that he was vile, and so am I, and so are you. But they were ignorant of God's righteousness, and they knew God demanded righteousness because of the Ten Commandments. And so they wanted to have some righteousness to present to God so that they could get into heaven. But they were ignorant of the fact that Jesus was their righteousness. So they're going about to establish their own righteousness. And they've not submitted themselves to the righteousness of God. This week I had the immense pleasure of listening to a lecture by one of the historians who works at the World War II Museum in New Orleans, a place I would love to go. And uh, during his lecture, he brought out the fact that there were many Japanese soldiers on little islands in the Pacific that did not know the war was over. And there were some American soldiers on islands in the Pacific, isolated, that did not know the war was over. Some of those Japanese 